0: If you do something every single day for a year, you will see results. Think about that. Think about that. It could be positive or it could be negative. Like right now, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that have jumped on this New Year's resolution bandwagon which, God bless you, New Year's resolution bandwagon. But why start at New Year's? Why not start now with something new, something to better yourself? You know, this, this could work both ways, though, like I said, because you could also do negative something or other, and you will see results. Like, let's say today you started vaping or smoking cigarettes, and if you did that every single day for a year... You're going to fuck up your body. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, If you have sex every single day this year, you probably will get pregnant. Or, like, for instance, for me, uh, prime example, if you make a podcast almost every single day for a year, you will get a zillion listeners. You know what I mean? So, positive or negative, do something every single day for a year, you will see results and I'll put my frickin' guarantee stamp of frickin' truth on that. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. God dang it, I'm sure glad you're here. So. Lately, I've been thinking about being over-roostered or under-roostered in our flock, okay? It's getting to be about that time of year where people are thinking about bouncing baby chicks around their yard and going to the feed store, buying chicks, or getting an incubator or digging the incubator out of the attic and, and, and hatching some, you know? Everybody's like, gosh, you know, should we get a rooster? Is it legal for me to have a rooster? Do I give a fuck or not whether it's legal for me to have a rooster? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, like when I lived in Oregon, they said, yes, you can have chickens. You can only have so many per prop property. And you can't have any roosters. Well, guess what? People had roosters. People had way too many chickens on their property. And out in on the west coast, everything is so passive that nobody really even gave a shit. And nobody did anything about it. And people just had chickens however they wanted. And it was great. So, are you over-roostered? You know, because I have definitely been over-roostered. A year ago I was so over-roostered that our hens had absolutely no feathers on their back, they weren't laying shit for eggs, and life was just a mess for them. And there's nothing worse than being over-roostered and having asshole roosters. Um, You know, it's just, like if somebody said tomorrow, oh hey, I wanna borrow your rooster, So, he can hose my hens and I can get hatching eggs out of my hens. I would love that. You know, I'll I'll give up my rooster for a while, you know, I mean, if I'm not using him, somebody else can certainly use him, you know what I mean? And last year when we were over-roostered, we just had to send me out there and I went and breasted them all out and we had fajitas, you know what I mean? Uh, we actually had a few rounds of fajitas because there were so many. We had, what, three Freedom Ranger roosters, which was the biggest mistake ever. Uh, Meatbird mistake. Listen to that podcast if you want to hear about that. Um, and, and we had Antonio and Captain Muffin, which, you know, rooster names are usually by me. Uh, this, this latest rooster we have right now, which is only one. Um... His name is Mr. Snuggles, and that was my uh, uh, daughter that named him. And trust me, that son of a bitch gets plenty of snuggles with the hens. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, you know we're we're definitely not over roostered because we have in the upper 40s chickens, and then and then we got the the one rooster. Is it enough? I don't know. You know, somebody's probably going to be asking us for hatching eggs this year, and he does. He goes around breeding a lot. But um, I really don't know if we have enough rooster, and I'm no expert in this subject, if we have enough rooster to get really good hatching eggs out there, you know? Um, But yeah, I mean, we really like him. Mr. Snuggles really isn't too whatever. He's like a third-generation farm rooster from us. I mean, um, he's definitely inbred, but inbred doesn't really do too much damage to your flock. Somebody was trying to tell me one day that inbreeding, you know, you don't get as much fertility out of them or whatever. That is a great big atrocious line of bullshit. Like it seems like more inbreeding we do, the more fertile everything gets. Um, but, you know, are you over-roostered? You know, are your hens missing a lot of feathers off their back? And, and it's not just when they're molting. You know, sometimes when they're molting, the damn thing pert near looks naked, you know, as the new feathers are coming in and the old feathers are going out. But we were so over-roostered and under-henned, and, and, and this fall, you know, we butchered 18 in one day uh, in the beginning of November. And they were egg-laying roosters. We butchered them. Amazing, amazing meat birds in 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 our freezer right now. These, these uh, butchered roosters, egg-laying roosters that we got. My wife does the most amazing chicken out of these. That is a much different episode. But, uh, yeah, I used my buddy's feather plucker. Just ran through them. It was a bunch that we hatched out. We had two hatches in a row. Uh, my neighbors had the... The incubator for a while, and then I just started filling the incubator twice, um, not to be outdone because my neighbor got the best hatch that had ever happened out of that incubator. I never beat him, but I tied him twice. <laughs> but uh, uh, he did a really good job. He got a lot of birds out of there. I got a lot of birds out of there, and a lot of that had to do with having the perfect amount of rooster on the homestead. Um, I had two roosters when we gave when I had the first. Hatch, and then I had one rooster at the second hatch. I got rid of one of the roosters, he got mean. He started chasing the family and he was being an asshole to all the hands. So uh, that's like me going out there. Um, when you take out one rooster at a time just for being an asshole, usually you're doing it while you're pissed off still. And uh, you know, come, it's like watching the matrix, you know, and heavy metal music playing in the background walking out in your big, long trench coat, slow motion, pulling the gun out, handgun out, and you just frickin', you know, like slow motion shooting, just gunning this fucking rooster down that pissed you off beyond imagination because he's not respecting these beautiful, wonderful hens that you have. That's that's how I picture it in my mind, but it looks absolutely nothing like that. that probably looks extremely silly when I go out there and get rid of a rooster. But anyway, that's just part of it. Um, so, you know what? My, my exact theory is you never find balance with your roosters. It's never perfect. You know, because some of them, they have certain hens that they like, and some of them... Just breed everybody, you know, Um, and and roosters will get to a certain age where they think they own the world, and sometimes you just have to get rid of them, but you know, I mean that was kind of the case with Captain Studmuffin. He was gorgeous, beautiful, but you know what, all the chicks I got out of him were pretty much orange, and you know, his time was done. He was starting to get aggressive toward people, and we can't have that. His spurs when we got rid of him, his spurs were literally like an inch and a half to inch and three quarters long. And, if, and they were sharp. You know, and if he would have, you know, kicked somebody with his spurs, I mean, they could have got a hell of an injury. So, I mean, you, you gotta kinda keep that into account, you know, what your roosters are up to, how long their spurs are. Some roosters don't have much for spurs and they don't get aggressive. Uh, a coochin rooster. But you know, I, in order to keep the genetics the way you want it and keep the, keep it so they lay a lot of eggs, sometimes you want certain really heavy egg-laying breeds in your flock, um, we, we just let them all breed and mix and it's a total barnyard mix. We, our chickens are so far away from being purebred, except for a lot of buff Orphingtons, they're so far away from being purebred, I don't even know what the hell they are. And some of them, like five hatches ago, we're still getting naked necks out of them. You know what I mean? And there was one naked neck rooster, one batch out of the incubator two years ago. (laughs) So, I mean, you you never know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get. And then, uh, you know, one of my other buddies, he borrowed the incubator and he got almost all black ones. He was like, Jesus Christ, I got all black ones. I didn't really want all that, you know? And I get it. You know, but uh, it turns out they really love their chickens, and they're certainly happy about that. But are you over-roostered, and do you need to thin the roosters? Or, you know, do you need more roosters? People are selling roosters all the time. They don't have have it in their heart to kill the rooster, you know. And if you need one, um, you can certainly get one from somebody, but before you start collecting hatching eggs, it has to be 10 to 14 days before you collect those eggs. Um, it takes a long time for his goodies to get it in what's called the hen's overdark. Okay, um, I'm no biologist, and I don't know exactly everything, but I do know that, and I, I do know, like. Antonio, we collected hatching eggs for somebody. Antonio was dead for like a week. And we collected a bunch of hatching eggs and Antonio was a black rooster. And the people that hatched the eggs from us got a bunch of black ones, you know what I mean? So his genetics were still in there and, and a lot of the hatching eggs were his, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's just a quick run through. Um, Are you over-roostered? It it is no favor to your hens if you are over-roostered. I will tell you that. Uh, You are are giving your hens a wonderful break by either not having a rooster or only having one rooster per, like, a dozen or more hens. Uh, Us right now, you know, I mean, somebody's going to get hatching eggs from us this year. I don't really know how fertile all the eggs are gonna be with one rooster with this many hens that we have. But we also have, gosh, what is it, 10 or so hens that, that are no longer laying, pretty much. I mean, they'll lay once in a while, but they're, they're just pets, you know? So keep an eye on your rooster situation. Are you ever balanced? It's kind of like life. You're always seeking balance, but you never get it. But it's all that always seeking balance, which shows that you're actually trying to accomplish balance, which is a good thing, which is a good thing, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, oh shit, we, we, uh, we got a lot going on today. Actually, you know, this weekend, it's a beautiful weekend out. We're getting some weather, spring is coming. Uh, we're gonna start talking about the beginning of your operation or, you know, adding to your flock. We're going to start getting into that. We've been doing that the last two years, uh, doing some podcasts about looking at what you want in your flock. Also, looking at what you, uh, what your plan is, uh, whether you're going to expand or decline your operation, or you know you know, bring it back a little bit, you turn the dial back a little bit on your operation. Um, how are you doing on eggs? And do you want more eggs next winter, or do you want fresh eggs? Do you want to keep that egg laying? Up there, you know, planning ahead. Because right now, like dead of winter, we're getting a fuck ton of eggs because we planned ahead. You know what I mean? It took us a few years to figure this out. So, um, and right now we're reaping the benefits from that. So, anyway, our next few episodes are going to be about, you know, getting stuff ready, getting the brooder ready, uh, looking at what you want at the feed store, putting in catalog orders. And, you know, chick feed. Yeah, you know. Um, and, you know, doing what they recommend on the bag is something I have never done. And uh, we, we end up with some great, great birds. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about chicken health in general. How you can make sure that your flock is a healthier flock than somebody else's. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Hang in there. We'll get to those episodes and go dang it. If you do something every day for a year, just think about this. Whether it's good or bad, you will see results, and you cannot prove me wrong on that. I suppose I better get back to my weekend stuff here. God bless you. Anyway, have a good one.